Welcome to Living Well with the Mind-Body Connection. Here, you'll find all the information and tools you need to live your best life. Our goal is to help you make positive changes in your life that will last a lifetime. And here is your host, Dr. Rudy Cashman. Welcome to the Living Well and the Mind-Body Connection, Dr. Rudy Cashman and his podcast. And today will be a very interesting and important subject. It's about sugary drinks in health. And I will you will be educated about what I really like about this subject, that if you can cut way down on your sugary uh, drinks, uh, you'll be eliminating 50% of the sugar in your life that's making you sick. What a wonderful opportunity uh, this is. So let's review the science a, a little bit here, okay? Health authorities have long been troubled by the large amounts of sugary drinks in, a, in American dieting. And we know that. And uh, since 1942, the Council on Food Nutrition of the American Medical Association uh, reviewed wartime sugar rationing as a boon for good health. They noticed if when they restricted the sugar because they needed it for the soldiers to make them feel better. They gave them free Cokes. And Coca-Cola, of course, priced them only five cents. So they had something uh, uh, to do with it. But then they had to ration the sugar from the rest of the American people. And guess what? <laughs> they got healthy. <laughs> so that told them something. So eating less sugar would force people to eat healthier foods and improve their nutrition intake. Huh, how about that? The council noted a 20% increase in soft drink consumption since 1939 and urged physicians to tell the patient not to consume so much sugar or carbonated beverages between meals. They told them that, but they didn't follow that, so they started to see a lot of Western uh, diseases. It suggested limits on soft drink advertising. They started to pass some laws. You could only, in Europe, you couldn't advertise sugar drinks at all on television. But here, the companies kind of got uh, to the government a little bit, and, and they uh, restricted a certain age groups, but not to the whole uh, uh, country. And uh, so... Uh, although soft drinks uh, were consumed uh, not, not that much compared to today, uh, about uh, 6.5 ounce, uh, three drinks a week. I mean, compared to today, I mean, that was nothing. But that's when they changed the laws. Okay, so sugar calories are empty calories. If when you're drinking a soft drink or, or Coke, uh, you are not getting nutrients with them, so the calories are considered to be empty. Okay, uh, so they displace nutrient-dense foods uh, and vitamins and minerals, so they're really not good for you. The sugar is bad, and it has nothing with it, uh, uh, which is uh, important uh, to know. Okay, so you're not drinking the vitamins and the minerals, so nutrient deficiencies uh, 
no longer the main concern. Now we're much more worried about sugar, the booger, and the hooker, the one that's making us uh, unhealthy. In the 20th century, the most prevalent diseases uh, shifted uh, from those from an adequate amount of food. It changed. Food became available. Then it turned into what type of food are you eating? So food intake, too much food, excessive sugar, and the whole nation and the world start gaining weight. We came from uh, being fairly thin, healthy-looking people to when you look outside now, uh, you can't believe what I saw uh, at the children's zoo the other day. I'd say 70% of the ladies, unfortunately, I was looking at, and I'm not being uh, critical. I'm just saying we have to change because they're going to die young, and I have the knowledge to keep them to live to be 100 to tap dance with me. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we want to avoid these chronic diseases. In the mid-1970s, uh, U.S. Senator McGovern, uh, and uh, he started talking about it, and the government started think, were thinking of changing the laws. Uh, and and he, there's a picture of him in a book I was reading recently, which I recommend you might again the library or buy Soda Politics, taking on Big Soda and winning by Marion Nestle. I recommend highly sometime uh, that you might have a look at this book. Uh, and and he's sitting there what the average American he's sitting with the with the food, with the sugar, with the cans, with the bottles. And, and, and it says right in this picture, it's on page 55 of that book I just talked about, uh, 295 soft drinks per person per year, 295. And it's more than that, than that now, okay? Um, uh, and 100 pounds of sugar is consumed by people per year. Yes, and it's, it's 150 and 20% of the people, it's a couple of hundred pounds. And you can imagine what it is doing to their body. They gain a great deal of weight and they're developing the 30 to 50 diseases that are associated with sugar consumption and obesity. And certainly uh, there are people who have normal weight who have developed diabetes from sugar consumption. Their fat is in their pancreas and is in their liver. So when you look at them, you don't see it. So get blood tested, get a blood tested, okay? So uh, they were thinking of stimulating us to reduce the amount of sugar we're consuming, to reduce the intake. And uh, so, uh, and what a difference it would make if we drank tea uh, or, or water or coffee instead of all the sugar consumption. That would be the easiest way for us to gain our health uh, uh, back. That's the reason this interests me such. That's the reason I'm posting this uh, today. So now the government puts out dietary guidelines about every five years uh, and uh, about the recommendations. The industry get a hold of them to influence these uh, guidelines uh, and they're getting more confusing now, especially the ones uh, to children. And uh, so uh, in 1980, uh, the guideline just said av av avoid sugar. That's all it said. Uh, and, and then about drinks, they said eat less of foods containing sugars, uh, carbohydrates, soft drinks. 
of a thriller came out in 1980. This is the government. Uh, and in 1985, 1990, uh, use less of sugar was their drink recommendation. If you drink less sugary drinks, you're consuming less sugar. But, but uh, use sugar only in moderation was the other recommendation. You know, very soft. These were, in, industry was at work here. And uh, in 2000, uh, uh, under uh, dietary recommendations, they said, well, choose beverages and foods to, with moderate sugar intake. That's not much of a recommendation. Okay. In 2005, they said choose and prepare foods and beverages uh, uh, with little added sugar. Don't add much sugar, but prepare your food regularly, uh, and, but you still will be consuming processed food a great deal. So they were not strong government recommendations. Under soft drinks, they said uh, try to avoid uh, juicy drinks, but they but the the actuality was these sugary drinks had in them 46% uh, of added sugar. It was changing, but government influences kept uh, them f to make realistic, understandable, believable recommendations. Uh, and and in, two, in 2015, under dietary recommendations, they said um, decrease the dietary intake, uh, intake from added sugar. They didn't even say about the sugar in the foods uh, uh, themselves. So uh, uh, the dietary guidelines were not very healthy, and this is why through government influence, uh, through the hospital system, through lobbying, through bribing, it's about the money, honey. Uh, we are eating the wrong food the majority of the time. Uh, and what I would like to suggest uh, to you uh, is that you have a look at your sugary drink consumption, the, the f juices. For example, I, I take an orange, I cut it in half, and I, I take it with the fiber, but drinking a sugary uh, uh, orange juice itself, that usually adds some other sugars to it, is very unhealthy thing to do. So have a look at uh, the amount of sugar you're consuming every day through drinks, and that's 50% of our sugar intake. That, to me, spells of a wonderful opportunity to, to uh, get healthy. Have a look at the sugary drinks, and the only reason this interests me, because, uh, you know, I'm a doctor. I'm trying to get you to live longer without any diseases, so you can tap dance and play pickleball with me when I'm 100. <laughs> Thanks for watching.